Hello and what is up, Bowl Crew? Before we get to the podcast that you are here to listen to, I just want to make a special announcement. The Twin Cities by Night crew has decided to add an additional member to the gang. What does that entail? That means that not only will you be able to potentially play in a future Demon the Fallen game that we will be running for a podcast and YouTube series, but you'll also be able to become part of the gang and be involved in future podcasts and other games that we may have going on on the channel. So how can you apply for this? First, you'll need to stop by our Discord that you can find in this podcast description and get details on how to apply. We'll be accepting applications until September 30th, 2018. And from there, we'll make a decision. We will let you know if you are the one who will become part of the Twin Cities by Night gang. I hope to see you all there. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to us on that same Discord. Good luck. Now I bring to you the future podcast. Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Hunters Hunted to Corruption. Join us as we tell the tale of four men bonded by their fear and hatred of the hidden monsters that reside in Washington, D.C. in September of 2009. Only time will tell of Jebediah, played by Adam B., Robert, played by Adam C., Walter, played by Chris, and Dr. Turner, played by Tillman, will survive together in this story ran by Andrew. Hunters Hunted 2 is a Vampire the Masquerade 20th Anniversary Edition expansion set in the world of darkness. If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM, or find us on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. It sounded to me like the rest of you had a plan you were going to implement. You're you're talking about going to this hospital, uh, but you're going to wait for Robert, right? So, Robert, you, you don't have to spend a whole lot of time in the office itself. You do have an open investigation, and, you know, you might have a little bit of paperwork that you have to do, but you can push, push it off. So you can leave at any time. Right. Um, so I think part of the reason why I'm at the office today is to make a little bit of face, you know, just showing that I'm, I'm here working on stuff and I'm not just out dicking around. But what I do want to do while I'm kind of just like going over papers and, and stuff like that, I want to use my access to the database to look into, um, shit, I forget his name, the gentleman that we drove to the hospital. Um, it was Deshaun, but Deshaun. I'm drawing a blank on what last name I gave him. Brown. As uh, privately as I can, and I'm totally down to roll something for this, I want to see if I could use the database to try to find out stuff about uh, Deshaun Brown. Use your wits in investigation. And because you have access to the FBI database, I am going to make this a difficulty of four. Uh, okay. Three successes. Deshaun Brown does have several priors. He's been incarcerated before, once for a robbery of a convenience store, another time for a an assault. And so he has he has a criminal record, and you're able to find you know quite a bit of information on him, like several several of his past residences, his addresses. You don't have anything like where his current residence is, 
just have this most recent one that pull, that's pulled up. It seems that he has lived in the area for quite some time. Not always in the city, but uh, you know, sometimes in some cities in Virginia and just around this uh, DC kind of area. So I'm definitely just gonna just print out everything that I can and just kind of because it's a place to start. So I'm gonna yeah. print that out. Um, next, I wanted to see. Um, do I? Well, I'm I'm probably assuming as an agent that Iris might not be a, an actual name. It might be like an alias or something like that. And I, you know, probably wouldn't have said that to Walter because I don't want to crush crush his dreams but um can i i just want to just try searching iris even though i i have no last name yeah all you have is iris so like you're not gonna get anything useful there's no need rolling that there's nothing useful you can get out of it okay well like there's there's too much information yeah you need to narrow it down that makes sense okay um so with that i think i am going to probably excuse my pack up my stuff and excuse myself uh I'm just gonna tell maureen that i need to go check on a few leads and thank okay. her and she'll, for the she'll remind you like hey don't forget about lunch and i'll wink at her and i'll um i'll just head out the door um okay. as soon as i get out to the car i'm going to call walter back yeah robert what yeah any information robert hey listen i just left the office i was hoping i can meet with you with you boys um Look, I just looked into our uh, our uh, Deshaun Brown fella. Um, got some past addresses. Got a whole slew of uh, prior arrests and stuff like that. Um, nothing sticking out right now, but it's a place to start. So, uh, where can I meet you guys at? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's go ahead and meet by that uh, that one coffee shop by the hospital that he's at right now. Listen, Robert. Before we meet up, we kind of had an idea and I want you to think about it before we meet you, but we're thinking that maybe you can use your poll since this is an open investigation you're working on to go talk to him and maybe Jebediah could accompany you. What do you think? You think about that while we meet up while we drive to meet up with you. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm starting to light a cigarette and uh, roll the window down with the, uh, kind of like hand crank that this car still, still has for the windows. And, um, I'm just like, hold on, hold on, uh, meet with who? The the this uh Deshaun Brown guy while he's in the hospital there, but we'll okay. talk about it. We'll, we'll, we we'll talk about it. When we, yeah, we'll talk about it when we meet up for coffee. Right? Let me get the guys going. Okay. Okay. And I just click off, and um, I probably turn my car around and start driving to that location. When he hangs up, I'm gonna like take out my little Coke vial that I have that I keep with me all the time, and kind of just like you keep dump a Coke little... with you all the time. Uh, just like a little coke file, just to keep some coke for a couple key bones. If you want to establish this precedent, go ahead. Okay. And then I'm just gonna put like a little line of coke and just kind of like while the guys are probably sitting there watching me as I set my phone down, I'm gonna like pull out this little straw I kind of like carry with it and just like do a line of real quick line, little line of coke. And he gets really excited because he's starting to feel excited with like they're making progress. He's like, <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Listen, Jeb. We, we need you to drive to the coffee shop that's by that uh by that house or by the hospital that we dropped off that young man at last night. Uh, Robert said he's gonna meet us, and he is okay with the plan that we came up with. Tell him about my mop. I uh, just bring the mop, bring the mop, bring the mop. You want bump? You want bump, Greg? You guys need a little bump? No, I'm good. Yeah. I, I I gotta get my mop ready. Yeah, and I think I will be driving. Oh, oh okay, okay. Hey, okay. Uh, Chris, uh, I want you to roll something for me. Okay, yeah, what's that? Uh, I want you to roll perception and awareness. 
Mm. Okay, that's five dice. And difficulty, sir? Um, let's go with a seven. All right. Zero successes. Okay. You're a little uh, jumped up. You're you're just, you know, that, that quick jolt that, that, that gives you. So you kind of brush off the kind of weird chill you get down your spine and just like, oh, you know, it's just the drugs kicking in and go about your day. Definitely, yeah. Because that's just negative thoughts right now. That's just the man trying to hold me down. So I'm just, I'm all about it. Taking a step forward. Exposing the truth. Doing cocaine. Okay. All right. So you guys get together. Where would you guys say that you're meeting up at? I was thinking like a coffee shop, like a like a Starbucks or something that's right by there. That's like, we wouldn't attract any attention that they're probably at this time of the day. There's people, you know what I mean? Going in and out for lunch or whatever and kind of by the hospital there and just so we don't stick out like a sore thumb. I don't, I don't know if Jeb and Gregory, Robert seemed cool with it. I don't know if Greg and Jeb are cool with it. Jeb's good with it. Yeah, I like it. Blending into the crowd. Sure. So we can cut to you guys being at the Starbucks. No need to hang up on the traveling and everything unless you guys had a conversation you wanted to have specifically. No, no conversation. I'd just say we'd probably get an outdoor table. You know how they kind of have like the outdoor table area and just kind of sit there and I'll probably have like a tea since I'm a cultured guy and uh, sit there and have tea. To, I'm like looking at cars driving by like all intense looking for Roberts because the cocaine. Do you do you guys order anything? Get coffee. You're just sitting there waiting on them. Oh, Jeb totally like harasses the hell out of the poor barista. Why is this coffee so damn expensive? It's water, beans, and sugar. Move right along, Jeb. <laughs> I could buy oil Look, for please, this price. Please even spell your name correctly. That's rare. Pay your five bucks. <clears throat> so Let's you, uh, Robert arrives in the midst of this uh, chaos that Jebediah is causing. Just kind of classic Jeb, you know, just raising hell about, you know, a cup of coffee that costs $3. Hey guys, here's Robert. Hey, and I motion for Robert to kind of like go outside with us. You know what I mean? As I kind of like start walking through the door to go out to the little outside area, trying to like get a little table that where there aren't people like in earshot if there's anyone sitting there. So I'm assuming you guys are probably already at a table at this point. Yeah, um, okay. Robert's not gonna like wave back or anything. He's just gonna kind of give you a nod and just um try to walk up as inconspicuously as possible. And and have a seat down at at whatever open chair is available, and he just as he sits down, you can just see he's just like taking a. It's just like he's taking a load off, and he's just like ah Jesus, just like unbuttons his uh, top button a little bit, and just um yeah, he's he's like sweating and stuff like that. From across the Starbucks, hey Bobby, you want me or anything? I just shake my head. I just shake my head, and I'm just like kind of like doing the shh, like making the hand gestures and like going like this, you know, to him. I don't want to be rude. I, I just, I'm just trying to come back here where we're sitting at. I'm just motioning. I'm fine. Fuck it. And I, um, I'm gonna take uh this folded up uh, printout of the of pretty much everything I got on um Deshaun, and I'm just you gonna the ballistics report. But uh, the ballistics report I have in like a, a folder with the other case file. But I'm just gonna hand Walter the the copy of um of Deshaun's printout with all of his his priors and his uh previously known addresses and stuff like that. Robert, here's what we're thinking. And as I'm talking, I'm kind of like sliding the ballistic reports over to Jeb. 
we think that maybe we can get information from this Deshaun kid about who tried to kill him. And in that, you can find out who may be tr- killing those religious leaders that you're investigating. But I'm also hoping that we can find out something about my Irish because he does know where she's at or he does know something about her. But we I know- take a cigarette out and I, I light it and I take a little notepad out of my front pocket and I'm like, Walter, do you get a last name on this Iris? Uh, Storyteller, do I have a la- last name on this Iris? Dumont. Dumont. Isn't that a beautiful name, Robert? Dumont. I shake my head and I'm just like, you know, if you say so, and I'm writing it down and I'm just like, you know, I'll give it a search in the system tomorrow, but I don't know, man. Here's the thing, Robert. We think that maybe if you have issues trying to get information from him, Jeb can go with you. Uh, posed as a janitor. Would you have issue with that? What are you guys thinking? Well, I look at Jeb like with a kind of considering expression. Jeb will lean in real close. I got my gun mop in the truck. A, a gun what? It's my gun mop. I I think, yes, Jeb. And I think it's smart to be protected, definitely. But I think what, I, what I'm trying to imply, what I'm trying to imply is that we might have to take measures that are outside the purview of the FBI rulebook. I do think this case calls for it because Robert, you gotta, you gotta understand Robert. There's no such thing as coincidences. And I am finding the truth. Think about this, Robert. Jesus, Walter, are you high right now? <laughs> I just did a little bump. All right. That's it. I'm not Jesus fucking high. Christ. Didn't we say last time we're not going to do drugs before this shit? Well, I'm not doing it. You and Jeb are going up there. I'm just going to sit here with uh, Gregory, and we're going to talk. But back to what I was saying, Robert, you have to think there's some credence in what I've been saying, right? Oh, there's something fishy going on here. Absolutely. Who would try to kill religious leaders? Moral, upright, just people trying to lead the flock to live the right way and also try to kill me, someone who is known worldwide for bringing the truth, not only – as a normal newsman, but now with knowing what I know. Satanist. It, Walter, how much coke did you do before you fucking came here? It's the Satanist. Enough. Jeb, this, this, this mop gun thing that you have, is, are you licensed for, with this? Is, what is this? <laughs> okay, I'll take that as a no. Look, Jeb, I think you should come with me. I, I don't think you should, you should bring this thing with you, but if, if you insist. If I'm going to be a janitor, I need my mop. Okay, fair enough. Robert, Robert, just promise me one thing before you leave with Jeb. If you feel like that you can't get the answers by the protocol that your bureau has, even though they're ran by a bunch of evil Illuminati, you're willing to maybe step outside those rules to get what we need. Do you understand what I'm saying, Robert? And Robert, if you're more comfortable with me coming along, maybe we can arrange that. I'm going to like look over to, to Greg and just be like, oh, fuck. You know, this this guy probably remembers us from last night. What are we gonna do if he starts screaming? He doesn't remember you guys. I mean, he, oh, he was in the. He, he totally he remembers me. <laughs> yeah. So let's have a be Jeb, Jeb and Robert here. He probably doesn't remember them. I just need to know, Robert. You'll be willing to break these rules because guess what, Robert? When those monsters took your partner and took his wife, they didn't follow our rules. Now you listen, Walter. I put my neck on the line for you guys enough times, all right? I'm tired of risking my job. We do this one by the books. If you guys have anything to say about it, you can stay home. 
I respect that, Robert. I'll and I look, ar- I look around for kind of uh, to just see if there's like any objections. Now, Jeb. Nope, you're the boss. You can bring your firearm. I'm not going to tell a man he, he can't carry his firearm, but I need you to pl- I need you to keep this cool. All right. Look at you. You can't go in there fucking around. We can't have anything like last time. What I do last time? No, you you handled everything very well. What I'm saying is I I don't want a situation like last time. I don't think we're going to have a situation like last time. We ain't on the street. Ain't nobody going to be shooting at us. I hope. Look, we, we got to figure out some kind of plan for if this kid starts screaming the second we, we go into the room. You may need to play a bite here. Why, why don't we just bring some chloroform? I look over to, to Walter, just like, no, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have that. And then I'm just kind of like, Walter? Uh, no, I just got cocaine. Sorry. I think I got a couple Vicodin here. Hold on a second. I'm like reaching in my baggy corduroy pockets. No, I don't. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Doc, y'all made that, that potion drink that I had earlier. Can't you do like a, a knockout or can't y'all make chloroform or something? We got that chemistry set. Potion drink, Jebediah? What the hell's going on? It doesn't taste too good, but my hangover's gone and my knuckles is ain't bleeding as much as it was. We, we don't have time for this, gentlemen. Just go, Jeb. Go. I can't Robert. improvise anything here. I can't give you coffee. That's it. Well, me, Gregory and I will be waiting here for you two. Go take care of business. We need to find out answers, and we need to find them out now. Jeb, are you going to ride with, or do you want to just tell me? I'll tell you. It's probably easier because, I mean, I got some stuff in my car that probably should not be left alone for for very long. All right, so let's roll out. I'm going to go in first. You come in 10 minutes after me, all right? You got your cell phone on you? Uh, yeah. All right, well, I'll shoot you a text with whatever room number I'm at, and you can make your way towards there, all right? Sounds good. And um, I just I just get up and lumber over to the car. Don't forget, we're, Gregory and I are going to be here. Good luck, gentlemen. Crazy FBI man thing. He got authority over me. All I right. never consented his, his authority. <laughs> so the group splits up. And with those staying behind, what, what are you guys going to do? I think I'm going to have a talk with Gregory. So I sip my tea. kind of feel like the cocaine starting to wear off a little bit. And I look at Gregory and I'm like, I bet you think I'm a hypocrite, don't you? How so? Well, I mean, it wasn't but yesterday where I was telling you women were a distraction, right? Well, yeah. Um, you you can mean, call me a hypocrite. You can say I'm a <laughs> hypocrite, Gregory. It's okay. No, I understand. You have this idea and, well, you can't follow it 100%. But... Well, I'm, I am a hypocrite. I'm sitting here insinuating that Robert and Jeb should torture a man to get information for someone that I'm in love with. Well, yeah, that was maybe a bit cross. Yeah. How's, how, how, how do you think that marriage of yours is going? It's just you and I right now. No need to blow smoke up my ass. Think mm. Yeah, that's going downhill. I know you probably don't want to hear this right now, but it's probably for her own good. You don't want her to be around this shit. It won't help her out in the end. Yeah, that, I think that's kind of what what broke things? Yeah. Something's been bothering me, Greg. What's that? So those pictures that I got from this kid? Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, there's some of Iris and I together. Times I specifically remember, and I replay in my head often. Of course. <clears throat> in these pictures, Iris has tattoos all over her arms. Frankly, Greg, she never had that at all. And I'm not. I'm a pretty astute person. I pick up details. That was my fucking job, Gregory. 
to report details. Oh, yeah. I mean, I saw the Photoshop tattoos all over her. Those weren't there when those pictures were taken. That's weird. I'm scared, Gregory. I feel exposed. I'm, I'm trying to think. I can't see any reason why they would like mess with the photos. I can't either. That's why I tried, I've been replaying in my head this whole time. There's no point. What, what kind of reward would they get for Photoshopping tattoos? Barely noticeable tattoos. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. I mean, they're trying to blackmail you with these photos. And then at the same time, they would play a prank by adding tattoos that don't make sense. It doesn't add up. Greg, please keep this between us. Don't tell Jeb. Don't tell Robert what I'm about to tell you. Okay. Why would they blackmail me? I'm not sure, but you're, you know, you're probably the most well-known person out of our little group. You put yourself out there uh, with your online activities and all that. I mean, no one really knows me. Robert, I mean, uh, he keeps things to himself because he has to with his job. And Jeb is a total recluse. I know I have a lot of subscribers. I know that. You know that people say that there's others who do what I do, who are CIA pawns, purposely put out there to distract people. What if I've been compromised, Gregory? Two days ago, I would have said that you're just making it up. Yesterday was pretty brutal. <clears throat> it reminds me when I was in Vietnam reporting out there and I was in Da Nang. You have to understand that at that time, Gregory, and this was probably weren't even born yet. This reporting that was happening out there in Vietnam during all this wasn't like the reporting in previous wars, meaning that oftentimes these military leaders, especially at the height of the war, looked at the press like the enemy. They felt that we were killing support for the war in the States by doing our reporting. And at times while we were out there, even though we were supposed to be protected like other soldiers, oftentimes people would turn their heads when the shit would hit the fan. Mm. Last night was not the first time that my life's been at risk doing something that I'm passionate about. But last night was the first time that I can't help but feel I'm responsible for what happened. Responsible? I don't know. We went there because of Iris. They pulled me there because of Iris, Gregory. Oh, they, yeah. They pulled me there, right? And then to find out these same people who tried to kill us, kill these religious leaders. This is bigger than anything. I hope and I pray it's because I'm coming upon the truth and they don't want me to know it. But there's a moment that you feel that I'm compromised, Greg. You have to stop me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm, Robert, okay. Robert's not strong enough. I love him to death, but he's not strong enough to do it. And Jebediah is too emotional. He probably won't want to do it out of some sense of loyalty. But if you feel that I've compromised the group, you have to stop that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm, and I'd rather not picture the situation, but... Okay. And I know you can do it painlessly, all right? Just don't tell me. I just kind of like look away. Let's hope they have some luck. I just continue to sip my coffee or my tea because I'm cultured and I do cocaine. <laughs> well, right now we're working towards the same goal, all of us. We are. And this isn't the first time um, we've worked together and we've been successful. Sure. You've, um, you've been using the word truth a lot and it pointed me in a direction. I think I want to try something um, with the knowledge of the Arcanum. I think I want to try to make a true serum. That's a wonderful idea, Gregory. And I think maybe you can help me with that. Yes. Oh, are you talking about experimentation? Well, maybe not yet, but 
We'll see. Count me in. I'll be your test rat. I'll be your lab rat there, Gregory. I have a constitution of a horse in case you haven't noticed. With that, we can move the scene over to the other two. Guys are getting into the car. Are you taking... Well, here's the thing. Jeb usually is the guy who drives everybody around. Or at least he was. Because he's got the truck. So is Jeb leaving his keys behind for the other two? Well, I think Jeb was going to follow me in a separate car. And we were going to kind of arrive separately. And he was going to come in like 10 minutes after me. Yeah, Jeb is totally taking his truck. Okay, so the other two guys are going to have to figure things out for themselves. All right, that's fine. Taxis and cabs and Uber is even a thing at this time. So no big deal. So you guys get on your way. Since uh, he's specifically dragging behind, you will arrive first, obviously, at the hospital. What kind of the whole do? time we're driving, I'm just like uh, keeping an eye in the rearview mirror to make sure Jeb is, is still behind me. And then when we are about to like turn into the parking lot, I kind of give him like the okay signal with my hand. I also want to point out something real quick. It is difficult to get to this hospital today. Oh, okay. You can make it there. It's just that the normal route you would take is cut off. There's quite a few streets in the city that are shut down right now. There's a massive protest going on. And quite a lot of the city actually is pretty much locked down. What is the protest? Is it like an Occupy thing or? Like what um, is it? it is the taxpayer march on Washington. It's the Tea Party protest against the uh, some new healthcare bill that's being introduced. It's just a lot of people just gathered together, just blocking up the streets everywhere. There's signs, all kinds of propaganda and and. Things like that, you know, the typical kind of things you see at protests. Just huge amount of people, so a lot of a lot of the city is just shut down. Yeah, so I'm probably going to be pretty pissed when that once I hit that first uh, first roadblock of people, and I'm probably going to roll down the window and curse at some of them if I can. <laughs> you get you get the typical kind of like uh, response of like these people are like, "Wake up, sheeple." The government's trying to take over. And just like there's just this huge amount of people just like marching together with all these signs and, and things going on. So, yeah, Robert would probably yell at them to get a job. That's probably the type of guy he is. Um, but he's probably going to be pretty stumped once once he hits that roadblock. I mean, he probably knows the, the area well, but he's not really sure, you know. Yeah. I was going to do this now. It takes you a minute to get to yeah. it, but it's um, like I said, it's it's difficult to navigate because of because of all this activity going on. Probably going to call Mitch. I call um call Jeb while uh you know while I'm kind of stuck in this and try to try to see if if he has a a good way out of it since he's kind of like the like spy hunter expert driver of the group knows all the hidden roads and underground tunnels and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to call Jeb. Jeb will answer and you'll hear him. Like he'll keep interrupting the conversation, yelling, encouraging words at the <laughs> protesters. Be like, uh, so is he like still behind me or like, or is he, We did we get like separated in this kind of craziness that's going on? Oh no, it's no problem with, uh, keeping pace and, and, uh, finding your way to the hospital it's just inconvenient yeah so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna just, just say uh 
Jab, I'm stuck in this bullshit right now. You think we should you think we should call the others and let them know it's, it's going to be a while? No, man, they'll be fine. All right. And I just hang up and I just keep trudging along, honking my horn every every little bit. A little bit of uh, police direction and uh, redirection, rerouting. And eventually you make your way to the hospital. So when I pull into the parking lot and I finally park and get out of my car and stuff like that, I'm going to give Jeb a look in his car without actually, like at, like as I'm outside of the car, I'm going to look over to Jeb's truck and I'm going to kind of give him a look without like actually signaling him. Like who, who knows who could, who could be watching or cameras or I don't want it to, you know, somehow come back that we were together. So I'm going to make my way just right into the hospital and go right up to reception. There'll be a desk with um, like three people sitting at it. It's a larger hospital. So it's, a, you know, one of those, um, it's a nice modern hospital, big um, curved kind of uh, uh, desk there at the front um, where people can come up and, you know, they have like paperwork and stuff like that. You're not going in through the ER. You're going through the main yeah. entrance. So, you know, and they have like their their computers behind this uh, raised kind of area where you can stand behind and it's like at almost at shoulder height. It's pretty, pretty tall, but they're sitting down behind it and uh, you approach and, you know, there's two ladies and a guy there who just like, oh, you know, one of them, what can I do for you? I'm going to take my badge out and kind of just hold it open. Detective Esposito, I'm here to see Deshaun Brown about his involvement in a crime, potential involvement in a crime, I'll say. And they'll uh, take a moment to kind of look over it and go, okay, okay, and uh, start searching. And they'll give you the the room number he's staying in. Say, and he has um, a couple of uh, police police guards. Hmm. Interesting. He's uh, well, considered a high risk. Thank you, ladies. I'll um I'll touch base with the officers when I get down there. Um, appreciate you uh, helping me out. And I'll kind of just um start walking or get in the elevator wherever I got to go. Yeah, they they did everything they could to assist you as soon as, soon as you like your badge and all that stuff. So, um, you make your way to where he is in the hospital. Um, he's not in like intensive care or anything. He has a room that's uh, being guarded by police officers. There is one officer outside uh, his room and one um, kind of down the hall, like near the waiting area. So when you walk into where the waiting area is, and and there's always you know they have uh, another desk kind of right there nearby nurse's station nearby the uh, uh, waiting area where somebody can come by you you come in and the officer is you know just kind of standing there you know attentive attentively so when i get onto the floor i'm going to um start making my way down to the to the officer who's standing at the end of the room but before i do i'm going to kind of smile and wave at the uh Whoever's working the nurses' station, I'm just trying to give off a real friendly vibe while I'm in this place and not alarm anybody. And I'm going to go right up to the to the officer outside of the door, take my badge out. Say, How's it going, sir? Robert Esposito. I'm with the bureau. Uh, just wondering if I could get a few seconds with this guy. Okay, so you you get a positive reaction from you know the the staff. You're a charismatic person, despite uh, your appearance, not. Uh measuring up you you're able to put people at ease with a warm smile and just kind of charm them and the officer says to you um when you kind of approach and show your badge and everything he's like oh um he's currently talking to 
Detective Bishop. Um, do you mind waiting a moment? Is it important? Do you need to talk to him like immediately? So I'm going to look at the officer and be like, no, I don't mind waiting. Uh, sorry, uh, what was your name? Insert generic name here. Yeah. And I'm going to say like, well, you know, look, I, I understand you guys are, you guys got your own investigation going on, but look, look we're on the same team here. We're, we're going for the same thing. So why don't you guys tell me, you know, what, what's the scoop on this guy so far? If you really want to get something out of this guy, that's going to, that's actually going to require a role. He's, he's not supposed to talk about this, even with you. Like you're supposed to go to the detective. Right. So um, what do you want me to roll? Um, I'm going to say this is a manipulation. Okay. And what what do you think is most appropriate here to try and get him to open up? Uh, Subterfuge, maybe? Either that or, like, like leadership? You think leadership? Know. Because maybe of your, if, your if I could try to make him feel guy. like I'm a figure of authority, he would... Okay. Uh, Manipulation and leadership, that's, that's fine. So roll that. Difficulty of six. Ooh, one. He he's he's like, well, I don't know. This guy's just kind of dropped off here last night by some people. They caught some of them on camera. We'll get into it. I don't know. The detective's handling the investigation, but uh, they're they're trying to find out who it was that dropped him off and how he got here. And he's he had a he's got a crazy story, crazy story. So. I don't know. You're you're gonna have to talk to the guy yourself and hear it for yourself. I don't want to spoil it for you. It's some out there wacky shit. But this guy is really paranoid. He seems to think somebody's out to get him. So here we are. Can I ask you what you personally make of this? What do you think of this a drug thing or what? It might be. I mean, you know, he's got some priors. Dude, dude's low life. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate your time. Uh, you mind if I just hang out back here with you until the uh, detective finishes up? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just ask her. Talk to her. You just look, Bishop. She's she's a hard ass. So, go gentle. All right. Thank you. And um, I'm kind of just gonna hang back a little bit. I take my BlackBerry out and I just um, I text Jeb the the room number, but I just say wait. I don't I don't tell him to, to come down yet. And I'm gonna keep my phone out and just act like I'm still doing whatever, looking at stuff, reading emails, and just kind of wait for uh, the detective to finish up in there. Maybe I can get a word with her. Okay. And on that note, uh, Jeb, um, what is he doing? He's probably sitting in his truck, drumming on the steering wheel, making a fool of himself in public. Okay. So he's not like uh, loading up a bunch of weapons and walking into a hospital. No, no. Okay, no, I had no. to be sure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Very prudent to ask. <laughs> you know, he he's got his gun mop loaded. That's the only oh thing God. he intends to bring in. <laughs> I'm all, I'm only gonna let you get away with this because you specifically took like the the Arsenal Five and like had a legal weird shit going on so whatever <laughs> and the craft dots whatever you are yes. the one guy i'm gonna let you away <laughs> with a gun mop you got one shot dude awesome <laughs> all right so you're just gonna go ahead and wait okay yeah, he, he's just gonna wait you know he'll you know crank the stereo and just hang out what what kind of music does jeb listen to enlighten us country he'll be At listening to country whatever's on the radio Oh, 
Oh, okay. So at this time, not very good country. Yeah, he'll he'll just get into whatever's on the radio. You are standing there with your you've got your blackberry you know you're you're pretending like you're looking like you're doing something maybe maybe you are reading emails i don't know when uh a tall woman with like her hair pulled back she's maybe in her 40s um brown hair some lines on her face and it's like almost like in a bun she's wearing like a a suit and uh just very business you know kind of stern expression on her face she steps out of the room closes behind her she turns around and sees you know the officer and you somewhere nearby kind of giving you like a quizzical look i'll kind of look all caught off guard when she steps out of the uh, room and i'll quickly put my phone away and seeing how professional she looks i'll kind of just sort of try to fix my hair a little bit and extend my hand out and just be like hi um I, my name's uh special agent esposito i'm with the bureau i was wondering if i could get a few moments of your time sure she seems a bit annoyed look i'm not trying to step on your toes at all uh i feel like we're 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 working on something similar here so if you could just bear with me a little bit all right sure let's walk and talk and she starts like leading the way out okay and i'm just gonna follow her so she will go out of the uh this like wing of the hospital you know, outside the and main doors that you walk, come into. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but as we walk, I'm going to try to just be like quietly texting in my pocket, um, room empty. Okay. Yeah, we can say you can do that. Um, so she'll she'll like lead the way out, but she's not going to like go very far. She just kind of goes out to like where a uh, vending machine is, you know, walks over to that and, you know, maybe she gets like a like a soda and is like, okay talk uh, i was just wondering what you guys have on this guy here uh you know i i i think he might be connected to a case i'm working on and uh you know i'm kind of just wondering how to approach this before i go right in there honestly i wasn't expecting you guys to be down here at all i thought i would uh be the first one here to uh question him but so uh why don't you just tell me what you got she kind of narrows her eyes a bit at you and says <sighs> see your identification first yeah i'll i'll um take my badge out and i'll show it to her and i'll i'll keep it out so she can so she can look at it just like a she just glances at it okay all right he's he's told us something crazy he's meeting someone and place got shot up said it was some people that uh are after him spun us a tale about somebody trying to kill him and it's a little ridiculous so but we take it seriously it's a shooting and he was he was pretty seriously injured and there was a lot of people around and there's others who were involved and he's a witness to the crime so we're we're trying to find out who else is involved here very interesting all right well how does this tie into what you're doing what 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 have you got well, you see, I'm looking into this drug ring, and uh, you know, this guy's got some gang affiliations. I'm sure you've taken a look at his uh, at his priors. The sheet's a mile long, so yeah, you know, I, this could be a cold lead too. I just, I just figured I got to check it out. This guy seems to have ties with some of the some of the higher ups in this this uh, you know this this case I'm kind of working. So yeah, you know, if he sounds crazy, it's probably because he fucking is. These guys are. Uh, 
These guys are, are pushing and using some serious drugs uh, up in the uh, northern Virginia area and it's kind of working its way down here in Maryland as well. So, well, I appreciate your time. Uh, are you guys hmm. done with him or can I, uh, can I go in there or what do you guys think? And I'm going to kind of look to them roll, like for permission. Roll your charisma. You know? Just okay. flat charisma. You don't have expression, so I would let you roll that too. But just roll charisma. Okay. Let's see how she takes this this oh. whole response you're giving. You're not quite being honest, and just see how she takes she, she takes you at face value. What's the difficulty? Uh, just six. I got two. She's just kind of she's she's listened to you. She's like, yeah, you can talk to him. Look, here's my card. She takes it and hands it to you. If you find anything that might help us out, you let me know. If I find anything that might help you out, I'll let you know. Okay. And I'm gonna we give just her want to catch these guys who are going around shooting people up. Now, I don't know. I'm sure you already know. Actually, it makes sense if you, since you're here, you probably already know that the ballistics matched a couple of other shootings. Yeah, I'm aware of that case as well. I'm not uh not on it myself personally, but but yes. Okay, well, if you get anything, call me. You got you got a card. And I uh, I reach into my um, my coat pocket and I, I pull out a card for, her and I look at her and I say seriously, thank you. I I think we're really on the same team here, and and I'm gonna help you as best as I can with whatever I find out. All right. Good luck. And she takes her she opens her like coke that she bought and takes a sip and starts walking away. Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts, or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called Weight Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there. High Level Games, the industry's first choice in taking your games to the next level. We are a podcast blog and new media network at highlevelgames.ca. We have blog posts about all of your favorite games going up five days a week and a podcasting network with actual plays and shows that discuss role-playing games with more rolling out all the time. We are on iTunes, Twitch, and YouTube. Find out more information at highlevelgames.ca, a site that certainly isn't controlled by a shadowy board of directors of otherworldly origin. That's highlevelgames.ca. Please, help. They're coming. Los Angeles metropolitan area is constantly growing and changing.
The Central District is full of new buildings. The Hollywood and Wilshire districts, once far from downtown, now are part of a which spreads past Beverly Hills and out to the ocean. But why is all this going on in Los Angeles? Why is Los Angeles an exploding city? Neon Masquerade The Demon's Mirror Thirteen Candles Three Chronicles Running Through the Undead Veins of the City of Angels The Esoteric Order of Role Players Actual Play Podcast invites you to drink deeply. Go to eorpodcast.com and search the Duets tag to find out more.